422 on the DWS News Hour. Pleased to have Brad Yukin from the Champaign County Farm Bureau with us here on a beautiful fall day. Just just is just what you drew up when you think of the fall harvest time, don't you? Absolutely, uh, Scott. It's been a it's been a great uh, harvest season in general, uh, and harvest is still going on though uh, for a number of farmers out there aren't done. Uh, but I think the the lights at the end of the tunnel is what I would say as we talk about harvest. Well, yesterday, meteorologist Greg Solier referencing the frost that came through this week, saying, "Well, that, that ends growing season." And I thought to myself, "Well, who's still trying to grow?" I mean, certainly if you know if you're thinking about your garden, but is is, is that something farmers are watching for that frost? Well, I think there's uh, a little bit of issue there when we talk a little bit about uh, a wheat, if guys are going to put some wheat in or try to even put some oats in uh, as we go through the winter. But uh, but really when we're talking about corn and soybeans now, uh, frost is, is just the way it is. And so uh, it's uh, harvest is, like I said, still progressing for a number of guys out there. And it's we're not that we're running late. It's just that it's we're still active harvest season. How has harvest progressed? Well, I think harvest has gone well. You know, we had some rain here uh, over the last week or seven days or so, and I think that, uh, again, gave some guys that, that needed break to kind of get caught up. They had had a really good run of uh, days where it was just beautiful weather and could go out and harvest and didn't have to worry about it. So it kind of gave them a chance to get kind of caught up on a few things on the farm and in the shop uh, and maybe get a little bit of rest. Uh, you know, it's been a, uh, you know, harvest can be a stressful time out there for farmers as well. So I think that was good. Uh, now we've got some good weather. Looks like another seven to 10 days or so of dry weather. Uh, Greg knows obviously more about that, but uh, but looks like we're going to see a lot of guys kind of winding down this week and uh, the rest uh, next week I would anticipate harvest being pretty much wrapped up next week for most guys. There could still be a few more out there following uh, next week, but I, I think that by the end of this week and again uh, middle of next week you'll see a lot of guys done. How much are you keeping an eye on the market prices right now? Is there a lot of corn and soy that has to be sold yet? Or is most of that already been purchased at prices? Yeah, you know, that, that's a good question, Scott. Not always are farmers out there pre-selling. Uh, sometimes they are. Uh, they uh, so, so let me back up a second and explain that. Farmers are, don't, are not able to go to the local elevator and say, hey, this is what I want for my grain. The market dictates what their grain is can be sold for. So uh, farmers will sit back. They'll ca- calculate a cost of production meaning how much is it costing them with their seed, with their inputs and things like that. So they know how much it costs to put it in. Then that gives them the idea of how much they need to sell it for to cover their costs and to make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. And so then from there, then they can market that grain and they can sell ahead. As a lot of farmers sell grain ahead, they would have sold maybe this summer or last spring the grain they're harvesting now uh, and then deliver it to the elevator. And then there's always some that, that you don't get all of your grain pre-sold, uh, you, you, that just doesn't happen because you don't know how good the yields are going to be. So you don't want to pre-sell too much. So there's always a percentage that they then sell after harvest. And so, uh, you know, that's where guys are. It's, it's a year-round um it's a year-round process to sell grain and to watch the market. So uh, we'll kind of see where the where the markets go as we move into late here into 2018 and early 2019. Brad Eugen with us from the Champaign County Farm Bureau. There's some piles of corn sitting around. 
Absolutely. What goes on with those? And and really, uh, so if you're driving through the country and you you go by a grain elevator, that's where we're talking about that you see a pile of grain or some elevators will cover it and you'll see big white tarps on them. Really what we're talking about is is, is yields were really good this year uh, and really exceeded capacity for storing that in a grain bin, which again, driving through the country, if you've seen these silver cylinders out there on the farm that are kind of shorter but big and round and silver silver or gray, those are where you would store, a farmer would store the the grain on the farm or elevators have those. And so uh, this year yields have been really good. And so we're putting it outside and that's not uncommon for us to store grain outside and even uncovered. And so what'll happen is, is uh, at least from what I've been told, I, I, is that as we do get some rain and moisture in the air, though, actually that corn, and, and I'll come back to soybeans in a second, sure. that corn will actually form a crust. And so it'll get a crust on it. And once it uh, gets that crust, it can rain and that water will actually just shed right off because it's a crust. And so uh, then the elevator itself will market it and sell it to the marketplace. And when I say the marketplace, they could ship it via train to chicken markets in the south or hog producers in in the uh, southeast southeast etc and so uh what they'll do is they'll pick that grain up and load it onto train cars and ship it to markets uh and they'll blend some of that because yeah there is a certain percentage of that grain that'll get spoiled uh, but again, what we're talking about is only corn. Soybeans you just can't do, store outside. Uh, soybeans will pick up moisture and, you know, they'll really start to expand and, and it just doesn't work. So typically you only see corn stored outside. And, uh, boy, I sound like a broken record when I ask about this, but progress on the farm bill? Watching those tariffs as well? Yeah, I mean, really, you're right. We can be quick on that. I think on the farm bill, uh, I was just out in Washington, D.C. for a couple days last week. Farm bill, by all means, looks like a uh, lame duck session of Congress. There seems to be a lot of momentum to get it done before the new Congress comes in, because if that would happen, we'd have to start all over. And I don't think anybody wants to do that. So I would anticipate after the elections, we'll get something done but before the new Congress comes in. Trade and tariffs uh, making progress uh, with Canada and Mexico, as we've talked before. I think China continues to be one. It's going to be first quarter to second quarter of 2019 before we see real movement on there. And that's sort of scary a little bit for agriculture because uh, just how much of an influence China and that market has on our uh, commodity prices. And that's pretty late in the game by the time you get to second quarter next year. It's pretty late in the game in terms of of what you want to do with your prices. Correct. And, and, and I think, too, it, and, it, and it's not just the agreement. Then there's the relationship rebuilding that will have to be done. China and, and a number of countries rely on the relationship. It isn't just sometimes the dollars and cents. It's that relationship. Can we trust you? Are you reliable? Are you going to be there for us in the long term? So it's a several steps, and, and unfortunately, we're a ways away from that with China, I think. Brad Yukin from the Champaign County Farm Bureau. Next time we'll talk to you. We'll be after that new Congress is determined. So we'll be seeing what impact that may have on the farm bill. Absolutely. Appreciate your time as always. Thank you, Scott. It is 430 and local news is next.